Telephone. My God. Tell me what's going <laughs> on with you, my African sister. How has your voice gotten worse? Because I just woke up. <laughs> Telephone. <laughs> Tell me what's going on with you, my African sister. Hey, Lance. That wasn't better, but hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we still gonna say I'm Nana and I'm both you? Yes. Well, you said my name, so I I figured people at this point know my name. No, but hi, I'm Nana and I'm Monkio, and this is African American. This is a show about African immigrants and children of African immigrants living in the United States. Oh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Pretty good, smooth. So this is not a actual episode. It is a telephone episodes. We had telephone episodes, I think, last year, year before, as little treats. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call them in between full seasons. This season is a bit delayed for a number of reasons, but it's going to be really good. There's a lot of energy on Nana's part, to be to be clear. A lot of time and energy and focus being put into it. And on my part, I just had a lot of changes, so, you know. Big life changes. So. Yeah, big life shifts and changes. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm only one woman, babe. I'm only one woman. So I can't, like, be doing all this stuff. But it has been fun. And we've still been, we've been living. So this episode is just to kind of catch up um, and just say, how have you been, Nons? What's been going on with you since we stopped filming, filming, whatever, recording? Okay. In like April, I think our last episode was like in April. Mm-hmm. How's life been? I know you went to Puerto Rico. I saw you post uh, Puerto Rico <laughs> pictures on Thanksgiving. And I was like, wait. <laughs> A friend of mine texted me in the back and goes, are you still in Puerto Rico? Because she thought the, the pictures were current. Yeah. And I was like, I have gone to St. Croix after Puerto Rico. So, and you knew that. So what are you talking about? What are you asking? See, not, not ever the globe trotter. I don't even know how you do it because it's just not fun. And people are nasty on planes. So People are nasty on planes, but I've, I I don't eat on planes. I no longer eat. I keep my um, mask on. I did, I did that too, but I just, I did get on a plane, I guess four times this year, which is a world record. Because one of my life changes was to move on back to the D.C. area. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm back in Merlin. <laughs> I am. Oh, oh, you just don't know. when You've been without something for so long. I know. People say whatever they want to say about Merlin. But you go out there as a Black person. Go out there in the world and see how many communities just don't understand how, like, you can be black and not be, I don't even want to say, but just the way that people, the assumptions that people make and the way they talk about black people and the assumptions that they make about you because you are black. And not that it doesn't happen in this area, but I'm just over it in all these, in so many other places. Like, just, I'm a person. I don't, I'm a person. (laughs) No, people just, you know, it's just, you know, oh, are you like the cleaner? Why would you like assume that? You know, we're not in a cleaning situation. We're not in any of that, but there's assumptions there. 
are you first generation? Well, maybe I am, but why are you assuming that I am just because I'm black? Or did you grow up in the ghetto? No. People actually ask you that? People say shit like that. But they say it in a way where it's like they're not trying to knock you down. They really are trying to like show solidarity and support, but it's just it's it it is that I've come to realize that in a lot of places, and I ain't gonna talk about any space in specific, but with the US in particular, we have pockets of really robust middle class and upper middle class black communities. And if you grow up in that space, even if you aren't, because you know, we had an episode on socioeconomic circumstances. Okay, girl. <laughs> even if you are not of that socioeconomic status, like you grow up seeing black people be leaders within your community and in the wider community. It makes a world of difference. Mm-hmm. I'm just realizing the extent to which there are places where it's like, well, first of all, there's like five of you. Yeah. And because there is so few, or because the divide, right? The socioeconomic divide is so singularly placed on race, it's just really hard to like see that. And I think even with college, there was some of that, but it was still like the East Coast just has better pockets. I don't yeah. say better pockets. It just has bigger, more pockets, more instances of yeah. that, of like the robust, like middle class black community where you can do X, Y, and Z. And it's not just the East Coast. Like I think about Chicago, I think about Houston, um, I think about well, Atlanta's on the East Coast. Yeah. But you know what I mean. So there, there are places, but whew, the rest of this country. And 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 to be clear, it's not just white people saying this stuff. It's other people of color. Because their own point of reference with Black people is the Black people that they've grown up around, or not, or just heard about, because they live on the other side where the Black people are. And the Black people in that area are, you know, suffer from socioeconomic depression. They, they, They just don't have as many resources, X, Y, and Z. And I think there's no shame in that, but it is, it's just really interesting and so freeing. I mean, it's the little things, Nons. Have you felt that free since since moving back to the area? I just, it's just the little things. Like I, um, I was gonna say, going to Walmart and it's it's Motown Christmas playing. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph, Red, no, Red, or just like regular like R and B music that I haven't like. Mm-hmm. People don't even know because I don't really pay attention to music anymore. Being like, oh, this girl can sing. Who is this? What is this? Because I don't. Again, you know, being in places where, like, you go to the grocery store and if I saw a black person, I would say hello because I just, I was it. And again, I think I've talked about that. Like, I'm not married to, oh, yeah, that's the other thing. That's the other life event. I got married. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got married and, you know, my partner is not black. So, like... If that's the case, then like, where do you go to see other black people? Yeah. TV, the grocery store, like, you know, we just didn't, it was an experience. It makes me really, really appreciate this area. Like, I just love, you go to the store and the black person's a manager, a cashier, a black person probably also owns the building. It's just, that's life. And that's because black people are people. Right, like we we are people. When you grow up in it, and you say in it, you do take it for granted until you move into into an area or state where that is not the norm. And, and you're right. Everywhere you go, you're like looking for that black person to say hi. 
when you see them, you want to say hi. And, you know, there's that little nod that goes on and acknowledgement. And then you keep on moving. And you keep it moving. I love it here because you don't got to acknowledge nothing. Like people, people acknowledge it, but people just acknowledge people as people, right? So it's like, hey, how you doing? How's your day? You know what I mean? Like you're just in a store situation and people are just being like courteous or friendly or what have you. I feel like when they be a snake too, when they don't help you none. <laughs> you like that now. Once you get back. Yeah, once I get back into it, I'm like, this ghetto shit, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm I, waiting say, for it. I give you six months. I mean, we're already going through it. Like, I'm a COVID booster, and I'm not going to say where I got it, but, you know. We all know. And, and um, when I got my first two COVID shots, mm. I got them pretty much on time, right? Like, if my appointment was 11.15, I got there at 11.05, 11.10, I got my thing, and I left out. You know, you whatever. You wait the 15 minutes. Um, I, I waited a smooth 30 minutes this time because the pharmacist, or as soon as the pharmacist, the person administering the COVID vaccines was also having to fill prescriptions. So old boy would like go and fill some drugs and then be like, okay, let me do two more COVID vaccines. Like I literally heard him say, let me do two more COVID vaccines and then come back. So it's a while. And I was just like, black people, why? Is this a matter of black people or is this a matter of um, shortages and not not getting enough people to come to work and first of all, it was African guy. The, the pharmacist was African, but the <laughs> other thing is just yeah, it is about resourcing, right? It's like obviously something's off with your system where like this one oh. person is yeah. navigating all of that. And when my husband went to get his, he waited 15 minutes, which wasn't bad, but like I also he, had to wait like 20 minutes to get mine, and I got mine on not where you got yours, not in the same county. Yeah. But, Still, I had to wait, but I think it's the same pharmacy brand. The brand, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you know, everything is within the prism of black people. Why? White people? Why? For me, right now, because I'm just, you know, <laughs> taking it all in, yeah, and really appreciating it. It, it's. I, I feel like I've been invisible for several years, and now it's like coming back in. So even though you come home and visit, um, like I told my husband, I was like, hey, 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 hey. You know, I went to like a Home Depot or something. You know, the other thing is that I love about black people and Latinos too, because I've been seeing that. They still try Mac even with the mask, even <laughs> though you got a mask on <laughs> and you're in the store minding your business, they will still be like, so can I be your friend? <laughs> you're just like, dude, like what are you, you don't even see my face. Like it's half of it's literally covered. I'm not packing because of the face bunky. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, it's also kind of cold. So ain't nobody... Well, you know what I've noticed too? I have, um, okay, whatever. I used to be in California. Let's put it like California. I ain't going to say where. But the clothing style is really different there. I'm sort of like realizing that. So I think like, for instance, my dresses, they're all really short. Like I remember one summer I came home or I was visiting and my mom was like, gee, that's a dress? I was like, look here, I'm a grown woman. You can't tell me nothing. She's like, okay, whatever. And now that I'm back and I like put on dresses, they're all hella short. Are you saying I, folks in the DMV area are more conservative? So I don't know if it's more conservative. I don't know if it's like the weather thing or what, but I just feel like I have, all my dresses are short and I never felt like they were short in California. Yeah. But now I'm like, you're noticing it. 
I'm noticing it. Like I put on the dress, the same dress. So the dress that I wore for our engagement photo shoots, what I wore on Thanksgiving and I put it on and I weigh less than I did then. So it's not like, oh, you gained weight. And so there's more like skin to cover or what have you. And I was like, this dress is short. It is very short. I still wore it though. I'm just saying, I just did. (laughs) (laughs) And I think about my other dresses too. They're all like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hmm. just, just something that I've noticed anyway. But you know, that is what's been happening with me. Nods, you went to Puerto Rico, you went to St. Croix. You spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh or somewhere in Pennsylvania. This year I haven't spent a lot of time, although I am currently in Pittsburgh. um, I haven't spent that much time in Pittsburgh. Okay, that's why when I was like, oh, if you want to come over, like you can come over to my house. Like we ain't got no furniture, but like. (laughs) Funny enough, I didn't even notice that that was an invite. (laughs) I said you can come over to my place if you don't mind like maybe pseudo uncomfortable chairs. I was not going to be around, girl. That's yeah, I know. That's why you don't even whatever. It's fine. So how how is Pittsburgh? I mean, it's been cool. I started back traveling after I think I got my two vaccine shots. And it's been really cool. I really missed it. So mm-hmm. getting through that was like a, a shot in the arm. Come on, normal, normalcy. But, you know, it's not so normal. As you alluded to, people people nasty as hell. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh I it's was like sitting, I was sitting on a flight I think it was my my Syncroy flight I typically just drive um to Pittsburgh because it's not that far about four hours but when I was going to Syncroy I sat in a row of three of us and I was in the middle incidentally and when I sat down it was a black woman and then me and then a gentleman to my left and so as soon as I sat down, the gentleman started coughing. And I think he'd been coughing before I sat. And so the black woman immediately yeah. like looks looks at me and then I <laughs> my head and I start laughing. Wait, was he coughing through a mask at least? He was let, let, let me finish the story. He was not wearing a um, oh. 95. He was wearing like the normal masks and it was just one. And so I was like, okay, okay, sis, we're gonna get real close because I'm moving towards you. Um, I'm going to move towards your side (laughs) and let's just, you know, let's just share the space because I don't know what's going on with this dude. So in the middle of the flight, Bunkyo, this man, he thought everybody was sleeping. He pulls down the mask and he has his hands like up in his nose. I'm like, what the hell? And you could you could hear like the phlegm, like that he he was phlegmy. And so he's like digging in, digging in. And I'm sitting there like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. And I, I just kept thinking to myself, I can't exactly yeah, even change speak because this flight is full. And he's like digging in, digging in. And I'm like, okay, maybe he'll wipe his hand. Girl, I took out my wipes. Although I have this rule, I don't eat anything when they offer me anything on the flight. I don't take it because these air hostesses are not even wearing gloves when they're serving. They're just holding the top of the cup. It's just very gross. Right. I'm like, you know, we used to live with this, but now I'm noticing shit. That's oh, like- yeah, yeah. And they're like, you want water? I was like, y'all can't oh, give bottles God. of water? Yes, they're, they're pouring the water, and then when they're giving it to you, they're holding the top no with thank their you. hands. And so this man, like, moves his head forward, 
and basically is leaning down, just digging the whole time. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, Jesus Christ. And so I take out one of my airborns and I just pop it. <laughs> Save me, sweet Jesus. Traveling with COVID. <laughs> I could not wait to get off that flight. Did but you offer I'm him like, a wipe? Why would I offer him? I don't want to touch him. So, like, typically when I'm sitting in the middle, I try to take both armrests. So I was like, you can have it because you're nasty. And I just moved her. And I, I kept saying to myself, I hope this sister doesn't have any illnesses either. But she seemed very like, you know, she seemed annoyed by it. So she seemed, I'm sure as soon as I sat in the middle, she was like, oh, thank God, a buffer. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's disgusting. That's absolutely people, disgusting. People are just very gross. But yeah, they're generally pretty nasty. So this nasty. whole COVID situation just just highlights it. I I could not. I I can't. I can't. <laughs> It's worth it. It's really not. I mean, because I mean, the first my Puerto Rico trip, rented a car, just drove around, really didn't eat at any restaurant. That was my first trip. I would order my food, sit in the hotel, eat it. But how are people in Palo? I said in Palo Alto, in Puerto Rico. How were they? Generally fine. Folks had their masks off at certain points, but I was very careful in that way and I think I chose I chose a hotel I actually extended my stay there I was supposed to be there for a week and extended it for another week because I realized I could work from there um Mm -hmm. so but people were jumped the hotel was taking precaution they were taking precautions I didn't have folks clean my room I brought a spray like for two weeks nobody cleaned your room girl no I kept it clean I Uh, hope you set a nice (laughs) tip for that cleaning lady (laughs) I mean, we all know even yeah. when normal times, they don't be cleaning in hotels like that. Because I've definitely been in hotel rooms and been like, this. It's, just, it's definitely annoying. But girl, let's let's talk about how these airlines are just not doing a good job. It's like the service has gone to shit. Because nobody wants to be a flight attendant because people knocking people's teeth out for saying, hey, sir, oh. it's a federal law that you should wear a mask, right? So I think it, it, I don't I don't even fault people for shitty customer service these days because why should it be my job to enforce like flight attendants didn't sign up to be enforcers they're not police officers right so it's kind of like how about you get some police right we talk about police in the streets over there killing black people how about you just get them on planes to actually escort these people who are being rowdy you know yeah. off of the planes flight attendants duct taping people to seats because i just i think i'm still realizing just how selfish people are oh people are people are certainly very 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 self-absorbed we all knew that before but this has even in this kind of situation you are really doing the absolute most you're being an asshole and i just i just don't have patience for that i think that's why for me i can't i traveled because i had to and um i mean traveled by plane because i had to and it was just like uh you know people skirting the rules eating and talking without the mask on oh, for extended the, the periods of time. The person offered me a piece of his cookie on the flight. <laughs> I was like, bro. <laughs> I'm not doing that. 
you know, my, my thing is too, like people who do some of the people who do stuff like that, not only do they do that, but then they get offended when you're like, no, right? Like, no so thing. it becomes, it's just that this whole thing has become this political thing in ways that it doesn't have to be. Yeah. And it is what it is. It, it comes down to the initial response and how it was handled and it was not handled efficaciously. And that's what let all these like stupid things run amok, right? Um, you have entities where everybody is vaccinated, but then they are the ones, everyone who works there is vaccinated. There's mm-hmm. mandates in place, but then they spew all this stuff to get other people riled up, which yeah. don't make no kind of sense. And we know who it is. <clears throat> Rhymes with an ox, fitted in a box. <laughs> Not coffee, sock. I don't think it helped the fact that we took away mask mandate at a certain point because it was on you to tell the truth. But the whole bit about, you know, if you're if you're indoors and you, you've already been vaccinated, you don't need a mask. A whole bunch of people were lying. People just were not wearing their masks. Yeah, I think anything honor system with people who have no honor, like it's not going to work. It's not going to work. No, it's not. No, I think that there are maybe countries and communities where it will, but not with one of 330 something million yeah. people and people who have. It's just been, again, it's just been really disconcerting. And I just kind of, I'm like, well, I'm just going to be home. I'm just going to go ahead and be home. You can do staycations. That's what I started doing before I got, I I felt comfortable enough to get on the flights. I like the staycation. (laughs) Like, I was already in a place with, like, beautiful weather. I mean, comparatively beautiful weather, right? Like, I was over that stuff. I need a break. We need a little break from our regular... I've right. never liked travel, honestly, and I think that that's, it's a funny thing to say because I know, whatever. I've been, before COVID, I think it was like, yeah, before COVID, from 2004 mm-hmm. up until COVID, every year I'd been out of the country for at least a month. I never liked the plane part, except for it was the business class on if you had. <laughs> <laughs> That was almost worth it. But even some of the other business classes was like, "Mm, yeah, I'm over this. Like, this isn't exactly fun. The whole, like, I don't feel all that great being up there in the sky. And I hate turbulence, right? It makes you... Or bunky. You know, anytime there's turbulence, I start praying. Like, please, I can't. I don't want this to be it. It's just... You're closest to heaven when you're in the sky. What the hell? Okay. <laughs> Are you closest to hell when you're in the in the ocean? <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't say that. I only I only said the, you know heaven. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I I think I I'm, my head hurts and I and I just don't feel super great on flights and so it was already nasty and gross. But then having to deal with people, you know, blowing their noses. I mean, even before I always say like I don't know if I got COVID or not because in 2019 I went to Singapore. That was fun. Um, you had a lot of fun on that trip. Yeah, no, it was great. I'd never been to Singapore before. Singapore was cool. I went to Singapore and then in Singapore had a day trip. It was a work trip, but day trip to Malaysia. And on the on the flight back, the dude obviously had a cold or a flu. He was just coughing and and just, you know, yeah, not really doing it in a way that covers his mouth. He had like one tissue for the flight and... I ended up getting sick and I actually missed out on a really fun holiday party because I got the flu yeah. and uh, to the point where I had to go to the hospital in Singapore. 
Like, I had to figure that. I mean, whatever. You know, you get the, whatever, traveler's insurance and stuff like that. And it just makes me, you know, even before, this was before COVID, right? So we don't really, I don't think it was COVID, but it was, re- it was really bad. I know for me, the doctor was like, well, if we give you a flu test, I mean, this was me being bad too, but I needed to get home. She was yeah. like, if I give you a flu test and you have the flu, you're going to be forced to stay in Singapore for like another week or something. I was like, oh, hell no. It's like, then don't give me the test. Just <laughs> give me the, give me the stuff. I knew I was fine business class anyway. So I was like, you know, you're not really around people. So I just stayed in my little pod and I had my little tissues and stuff and I wiped stuff down. But I think about, I should have had a mask. But the masks weren't a thing then. Hey, remember when you see people wearing masks and you're before before COVID? Yeah, I used to be like, oh, especially in Asia. I'm like, hey, Asian people love wearing masks. I get it. I thought it was weird, but I was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. People are nasty. Planes are nasty. I don't blame you for having it. Now it's like, oh, you 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 really need it. But you know, seeing the people not wearing it correctly, there was a point where I had a layover in Texas. I was like, Lord. <laughs> There's places where it's not, they don't, where it's not taken as seriously, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so that that was tough too. Like I had to go find my own little corner and just kind of like eat in the corner. Because everybody was just, you know, mask hanging off the chin, the nose ain't covered. <laughs> uh, and that happened on the plane as well. And, I, and when that happened, I, this one lady, her thing was, her mask was too big for her face. Mm. And it slid under her nose, and I was looking at her from behind. I was like, "Is this bitch don't pull that shit up?" <laughs> you can't even. I mean, you know, you can't even tell people to pull their stuff up or just stop what they're doing. I, at least I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm a black woman. I'm not crazy, but I would still give them the nasty stare. I I stared at her so hard she did kind of look behind and then pull it up because you. The thing is, you know. Yeah. Right, you know your mask is, is not on your face. Pull it up. Pull that shit up. Yeah, None uh, of us they've been vaccinated, then they've they've been told that you don't need you don't need the mask if you've been vaccinated. So we're all and, but it's much. still a law. It's still the law that you gotta have it. I mean, I think that's what that's the, the I think that's what it is. It's sort of, you know, I, I had the same feeling when I was in it's just this idea of class systems and yeah. power systems and certain people are just used to not having to have their, it's not even freedom, their pensions and proclivities um, tampered down by anyone. So like when I was in the UAE, we used to have that issue. A a lot of white people, um, I think some of the white white foreigners, what I mean is non-white Americans, right? So like the, the British and the Australians, they were a little salty because like I as a black American was kind of higher on the, the the social ladder than they were. Like I got more preferential treatment and it wasn't, they were just salty because it was like, why do the Americans get this? You know, they knew that like uh, being rich is okay, being Australian is okay, but being America is the best, whatever. whatever. That's, just the, that's just the way that things work there. White Americans, um, sad to say in some cases like, People who are like professors would be like, oh, this didn't happen in France. You know, this kind of basically in the UAE, it's kind of like Emiratis are at the top. Mm. And I mean, it's their country. What you want? What you want? Um, they should be at the top in their own country. And just the wealth that people have, right? Like you're exposed to people who have Bugattis, people who have like, you know, 
that Mercedes, that, that one-of-a-kind Mercedes in this, like, really unique color. Like, I had a suit, and I was, like, 19 years old. I, I was in the parking lot. I was like, who has this, like, turquoise BMW? I've never seen that shade of oh. on a car. And then one day he came out and was like, hey, Bakio. And I was like, oh, okay, it's one of them. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, it's one of y'all. Students now. Hmm. Let's reconnect. I said, where are your students now? Let's reconnect. <laughs> oh, girl, whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm sure they're living their lives and still driving like fancy cars or whatever. But, you know, people had a lot of issues, particularly people who are for professors and people from from the U.S. because they're in this country and there's this like 18 year old kid, this 18 year old brown. I think that's my analysis. Right. This 18 year old brown kid, you know, who in the U.S. would be, you know, made fun of for having, you know, Osama. Well, Osama here doesn't mean the same thing. And Osama's people got banked like that. So, yeah, Osama is driving that car that you can't afford, honey. <laughs> For me to take that from Jeannie Mai. You can't afford it, boo. Oh, but I'm accustomed to that. They're real, huh? Huh? I yeah, I, I don't even watch the show. I just watch <laughs> clips of it um, on YouTube. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honey. I think, I think, I think her thing is really funny. <laughs> um, and the way she talks about her parents. I mean, whatever. Just, like, immigrant people talking about their parents. And we, I, can, I can relate to that. But, um... I think with the UAE example, that's what I kind of reminded of with the COVID situation, that there's all these people who are not accustomed to being told what to do yeah. and needing to do it. But I am like life of me ain't been no crystal stair. There's no place in the there's no place in the world. I think even Africa, the patriarchy is hard and strong. Right. Unless you maybe find some of them like really small communities where the women run things. But even then, it's like, yeah, do you really? Um it is like I'm used to not being number one. It's a really sad thing to say, but it is the fact of the matter. Like black, whatever, most disrespected woman in the world, I think is the black woman, blah, 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 blah. Um, so like when they say you need to wear a mask to save lives, like I get it. I don't need to like create this whole like conspiracy theory or this alternate logic. I don't need to go do my own research alternate. because I'm not... A, a a biologist like like in my research when I do it would not be going on WhatsApp or you know random Facebook groups or these random websites that also sell say all kinds of outrageous things um to buttress my point that like I don't want to wear masks right at the end of the day just 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 say that you don't want to wear it you don't want to do it I don't want to do it either like I wear N95s on the plane and it's really hard those are really hard to breathe through for like Yes. Extended hours and, you know, the cheaper flights are no longer, like, it's just harder to find direct flights as well. Like, direct flights used to be so easy, East Coast to West Coast, but there are just fewer of them. So we ended up, you know, having one that was a little bit longer and it hurt. It hurts my mass in general when you have one too long, it hurts your ears. But you know what? It's worth it. Yeah. I don't want to kill anybody. I don't want to have COVID. It's not fun. The people, you know, I've lost family and friends to it i have you know it's uh what was it who is it that said it? i can't remember somebody said it and i can't oh i think it's a youtube there's a youtube influencer eloho she's like nigerian but from new york mm-hmm. like nigerian american she's african dot american and she said her um her mother says uh, a smart person learns from their mistakes but a wise person learns from the mistakes of others i'm wise mm-hmm. You know, that's how I feel about that. But yeah, I, I, 
It's just sad because this is the kind of stuff that makes this last longer. This is why we're still in this um, on a global. And then you add the global piece. You know, you live in a country where they're like throwing away vaccines because people aren't taking them. Yeah. And then you you have you have folks elsewhere who all ask countries with vaccines. Yes. They don't have them. And so I look, I see some of my friends in Egypt, they just live in life. I'm just like, there's no mask. You know, sometimes they have masks, but they're going on family vacations. They're doing things like, look, access is 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 real. And it's so strange. It's like. This was the time when we needed to band together as a world. Yes. We yes. did not. We are having a hard time doing it even now. It's not happening. It's not but going I, to happen. You know, I kept saying it. I'm like, if we don't band together now, what's going to happen is you're going to get a whole bunch of these variants and they're going to mutate and become stronger. We, we should all just close down our countries and our borders for about three months, share vaccines, get everybody vaccinated. No. <laughs> and that let's sounds, That sounds <laughs> like we should be like empathetic and not selfish. My vaccines are for me. Look at where selfishness has gotten us. But yeah, you know, I want to say it's been great chatting with you, Nans, but it's just been so crazy because yeah, it's kind of, it's a telephone. I feel like we had one like this and it was just about COVID or like an it was just a, we, we, well, This was when, when COVID, when we first became more knowledge about, knowledgeable about COVID. Um, and when I thought this was going to be just a blip on our radar, but this is, this is new life. This is, yeah, this is life as we know it. So we have to re, there's a lot of reconsidering. But overall, I know it's, a, it's, it's been an interesting year. And like I said, a lot of updates and things and a lot of changes. And I'm, I'm happy for some. I, it's really unfortunate that COVID continues to be what it is and that we've lost so many people and will continue to in this way because the response is just trash. When things get back to hopefully um we we pray back to normal i think that's when we're going to realize the number of people because now you'll hear that you know uncle so-and-so is dead so-and-so is dead and it's because i'm not seeing them (laughs) it's it's not hitting the same way i think once once that life goes once things become more a little bit more normal and you you start going into spaces and you real that's when it's really going to hit that He's not here. Ever gonna hit for people? They're just gonna be like, okay, people die, which is true. Um, but that's always been a thing, even when when cases were super rising, because someone didn't see it in their own neighborhood. They didn't see body yes. bags. It was like, oh well, it's not a thing. And that's what allows it to, you know, spread. Um, mm-hmm. Especially people in rural communities, right? Because you're just not gonna see that. Like if there's yeah. five people in town of course you're not going to see piles but these neighboring hospitals i know that was an issue in washington or people from i don't know i don't know my geography too much but like washington states was one of was the first place they found covid one of the first and wherever they border with there's a lot there's just an issue of people i don't know with idaho or what but people coming in from states that don't have a great covid response and overloading their hospitals to the point where i i don't know uh, they there 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 was some like news articles about that. I don't even know what we're gonna do in the end. Folks who had a certain political bent, they they started like they would get it and they would hide it and then they'll sit there and say that you know I haven't seen uh, any spike in COVID. It's in a mess. You like, hide it when you can, or you end up like Herman Cain and you can't hide it because you did. Oh. So it's one of those things where it's like you know Herman. pick 
pick your lane. Pick it. Well, he chose to die for freedom and I can't, you know, everybody has their choice. So that's what it is. I just, you know, but even internationally, when you were saying that, you know, like we, we, we talk about that and um, maybe we'll do that on another telephone episode too, but just, you know, in other countries, <laughs> I have a friend and she was like, people need to stop treating COVID, acting like COVID is a venereal disease. It's not an STD. I was like, first of all, we shouldn't be treating, ostracizing people for having Got STDs either. Yeah. But in a lot of countries, people are dying of COVID and we're not saying. Close family members will know, close family friends, but then yep. to everybody else, it's like, oh, he got a very short illness. You know, he died of a short mm-hmm. illness. After a she short illness. A heart attack. She, I'm like, this Everything sounds else. like COVID. Natural causes. And it's like, okay. I think that's one of my things, too, with the whole, like, oh, Africa doesn't have COVID cases. I'm like, mm, we ain't got tests. Yes. We are not testing. Well, we have tests. People are not, the tests are not, uh, they are not free. It costs money. So folks yeah. are opting not to get tested. Yeah, but my whole point is that we're not testing people on a scale to actually have a oh. good idea of who has it and who doesn't. So there was a lot, I remember a lot of, you know, social media Yes, Europeans were like doing the most. Like, remember that that doctor was like, "Oh, let's test the vaccine on black people, like they did on prostitutes." Fuck you. The French one. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Um. <laughs> I feel like my tongue has gotten looser since I came back too. I've noticed that. I'll be in work meetings and I'll say something. I have a colleague who is from, you know, he, we 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 both from Peachy County, and he just be laughing. Because I will I will say something or I'll make a face and I'll be like, oh, that's a PG County face I just made. Because <laughs> I, love, I love just like being, I, I think a lot of places are less forthright, right? Yes. Like we have yeah. to sugarcoat. Whereas I feel like at home, it'd be like, nah, that ship has sailed. That, that, that's above your pay grade. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, that's not likely to happen. I mean, that, that's very true. Yeah. I, to the point where I've had some work meetings and I think some people have interpreted what I was saying yeah. in a different way because I was just like, that's not likely to happen. And, and people can't see my face, but like I do make a certain face. I'm like, that ain't that. that. I started a new job since COVID. And one thing that I've been really been missing is seeing people's facial expressions when they say certain things. But some people have yeah, so- video calls. We have video calls, but some people don't turn on their video. And I don't turn on my video if others are not turning on their video. But it'll be very interesting once we have to, you know, once we see each other on the regular to, to just to, to see people's faces when you're saying things and get those expressions. I think it's interesting even uh, before we left, I did have, I did meet with my team and most of the people were new that mm-hmm. I never met, you know, I hadn't, not new, I mean, new enough, right? That we yeah. actually had never met during the, the pandemic. And it's interesting to see who's taller than you thought, who's <laughs> shorter. Because we, we do video calls and for the most part, I mean, sometimes you can turn it off, but like the standard is that people show their faces. So what you gonna do? Um, so that was just also really interesting to be like, oh, I just didn't think Imagine you were like, person. yeah, I didn't think you were like this. We're like, damn, girl, you tall. Or damn, girl, you short. You're really short. Um, so, like, I'm I'm a lot of, I'm, I'm average height. Like, I'm 5'5". Five five, so it's not like, oh, I'm neither tall nor short, right? I'm just kind of like there. So that that that's also interesting. I don't know that we're going to get there. Nons, to be oh, honest. But- I'm just like, you know what? Get you a very comfortable desk. 
a very comfortable chair Girl. and a reliable internet connection. You're, you're saying comfortable, comfortable. I've, one of the other changes is I've, I've had to start seeing a chiropractor because. My- Dang, Nons. Nons, you need to oh earn God. a dynamic I chair. I was having so much upper back pain. And so I ended up, you know, I was like, let me just go, go see somebody, get 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 some x-rays done. And these people take the x-rays and they're like, your neck, there are supposed to be three bends in your spine. <laughs> your, the bend in your neck is no longer there. It's like leaning forward. I'm oh. like, yeah, this is, this is, you know, the age of phones and computers and stuff like that. And I know that I've been having those issues. And so they've put me on this um, regimen where I have to go in like three times a week. <laughs> Get myself Girl, adjusted and get myself with your money because yeah you going in three times a week is you really crooked <laughs> is you really crooked or are they, look, let me it, stop look but i'm like you know take my money as long as you're gonna fix it Let's yeah see. no yeah as long as you feel better it is good i will say that that's something that i that i also well it's not really chiropractic but i have arthritis i feel like a um damn one of those commercials <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i have i people with arthritis don't have to suffer in silence it's not so you know I've had a knee issue for like years yes and um it's from overuse and like you know it's just really interesting anyway the doctor was like welcome to middle age so um in the course of moving I had some pain in my shoulder and I was like oh this is because of this stuff that I've been doing I went to the doctor and he they were like oh you should go to a you know a specialist and I was just like I ain't got time for this I'm gonna just you know I said, and you know, it was getting kind of better, but I did want to get checked out because I was like, this is not healing. Um, but yeah, being arthritic, and I think some being arthritic, like arthritis is something like one of my aunts had when I was a kid, you know, yeah, like it's old, old people. people. <laughs> it's old people stuff. And I am not uh, old, I am 37. Um, but yeah, he. It, it's not like hardcore, but yeah, it is that's the the situation and having to get that you know get those steroid shots and things and being like oh my gosh I feel like a, a person you know when older people when they get like knee replacements and yeah. stuff and how happy they are <laughs> that's how I feel. Yes. so I don't I don't I mean I don't mess with the the ergodynamic stuff because all of it is all connected and your joints yeah. and stuff especially yeah. as you get older they kind of wither away but you know if you're fortunate enough to be someone who can work remotely like a, a good chair will change your life. Yes. It really, I was playing around at the beginning of the pandemic when we thought, oh, you know, it'll be another week or two. And then I got a chair and it really has helped a lot. Um, my husband's kind of hardcore about that stuff too, because he sees me bending. And I had a desk before where I was still bending over. Well, that's the thing though. Like sometimes even the de- you have to you have to get a proper desk um, because even that, like depending on the height, you, you, you end up leaning. You do, um, yeah. Of, you know, well, the thing too is, you work if you're working on a laptop. Sometimes, you, sometimes it's better to have a laptop with a monitor. Yeah. And I'm really bad about that because at every job, I would just use the monitor. I would put post-its on it. Like I remember, my boss used to be like, <laughs> "I never use the monitor. I would just use the laptop." But that, but the monitor with a keyboard connected to your laptop as like the computer brain. I know I'm not using these scientific terms really helps with the ergodynamics because then you're looking up as opposed to having to look down. Um, I say that as somebody who doesn't do that. I still, I do have a monitor. I do have a laptop. We're used to certain things. And so it's it's hard to change. It is, but every little bit counts. And on your phone, don't bend your neck. Girl, I'm all... (laughs) 
I guess for work, it's a good idea for them, but it's not a good idea that I have that as well, because sometimes I'll just walk away from my computer and I'm like, oh, I have my phone so I can check my email. If somebody needs me that badly, they will call me and I'll yeah. walk away and take my phone and I'm just like sitting on there and it becomes Looking what I do to read. Yes. To read work. certain things and all of that. And that's, yeah, that's bad. Work-life balance, girl. Work but, you know, it, it's good for us to work on our on our bodies. Yeah, no, I'm gonna, I, I lost, I lost, um, I've gained back some, but I lost like 25, 30 pounds for my wedding. Um, girl, I gained some back. Um, <laughs> not for the wedding, but like during COVID in general, and then like a final push for, for, cause I wanted, I mean, if you, you know, you were there in electronically or whatever, but I just wanted to have nice pictures since it couldn't be like an actual thing with people. They were very nice. You should, you should share with, with the um, listenership. Yeah, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, gonna, he's not down for that. He's like, I'm not a part of that. So don't be sharing images of me. <laughs> um, as long as we're not tagging him. No, Mr. Bunky. I mean, he wouldn't know, right? Mr. Bunky wouldn't know because he has no social media presence. But I try to keep, you know, respect people's wishes or whatnot. I like gave some pictures to my hairdresser because I had my, you know, my natural hair or whatever. And and, uh, and then I was like, oh, yeah, but girl, don't post that post on your it. social media. I'm sure she would have loved to post her. Some of oh, her she would have loved. She would have loved it. She was like, that was your hair? I was like, yeah, that's why I came to you or that. But um, that's neither here nor there. Why were we talking about this? I don't even know. No, I don't know how we ended up here, Bong Hill, but that's what that's what always happens. <laughs> oh, I talking about getting married. Oh, weight loss. That's what we're talking about. Oh, Body well, and weight true. loss. And um, I'm trying to find ways to reconnect with exercise with this. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> no, because I've moved. Have I haven't you, have really you not been... had a connection with exercise. I haven't. No, not really. Most of my weight loss was diet. Um, you know, I, I well, really it was. It was um, diet um, and calorie counting, and you know, restricting. Not really, not restricting. Like I was obviously at least sure that you're in a deficit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keeping it down to a deficit. I think that there's. I don't know how great that was for my joints. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think in general, like I just wasn't moving as much during COVID, mm-hmm. and I want to get into the habit of doing more stuff now here because it's a house, right? Like you just move up and down more. And that's why, that's another reason why I knew I was arthritic, right? Cause I'm like, mm. <laughs> well, Kate, you just sound, you, you sounding old. <laughs> I am, man, you know, whatever. Embrace it, get, you get, 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 get. When, when you walk, I think during my first consultation, um, they had me flexing my foot and every flex was like, <laughs> exactly. I hear that. I hear it. I have arthritis in my shoulder as well. And I hear that sometimes I'll be sleeping. You know, you just sleep and you move it and you're just like, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, okay. This is not how it's supposed that to be. That has nothing to do with age, girl. I'm told that has nothing to do with age. Oh, and well, I just figured it's the arthritis. Was yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, I think it's, it's all of those things. But yeah, because we're going to be probably still home I'm trying to figure out what are ways to create that happiness right even if the whole world's like fuck it I'm gonna travel and act like it's normal yeah I just I don't want to fuck around and find out right I want to I want to be I I think you want to take risks like of course you know like people especially in the holidays and things you want to travel you want to see family but I just want to be intentional about those things and find ways that I can 
have that at home. Like I won't, I'm, I'm not going to go to a gym, a shared gym. That's too, for me, that's too much. There's a whole bunch of people breathing. Uh, and plus, I guess I've never really liked gyms anyway. I just don't like the competition piece. It just, it's not competition, but you know what I mean? Like you're there, you're working out, you're trying to do your thing, you're trying to do your best. And there's other person doing more reps than you or been on there for longer than you or at a high motivation, Bronchio, motivation. No, I'm my, I'm in competition with myself. Like I'm, I'm here for me, right? Like that's how I do it, right? It's not about stunting on anybody else. Um, I'm going to continue to just savor being home and introducing home to my, you know, as my mom says, the newest edition of our family. I was like, yeah, you keep saying that people gonna think somebody's pregnant. Um, the newest addition to our family. Are you Are you trying to tell us something here? No, first of all, I'm African. Even if I was, I would never say it. African people just, just show up nine months. You know, that's a, okay, that's the last thing, you know, like my mom was always like, you know, who's seen that? You know, they say, mm, they bold. They just go up there showing the baby up, showing the pregnancy out there to the world. Just <laughs> put a sign on this evil eye. Come here. You know, that's how it is. I think we've talked about that before. I see that with like my South Asian friends. Yeah, we, that baby be like three years old and walking. They'll be like, Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> little, little Fatma has made her, you know, mark on the world. And you're like, damn, that baby old. Like, girl, you didn't say anything. So um, <laughs> that's always interesting. It's always my American friends who are like, oh my gosh, we're pregnant. But no, I am not. But um, I am enjoying exposing someone to the D.C. area who's never been here and seeing how they look at the world or look at the area and understand it. Like even little things like uh, we got five wings and fried rice, you know, whatever. Fried chicken and fried rice. Mm-hmm. And they were, Whoa, that's a lot of food. Wow, this is how much was this? Oh, my God, it's so cheap. Or Aldi. That was the funniest thing, introducing them to Aldi and them and him being like, why is everything so cheap here? And like going online and looking up in the ingredients and like re- like reading about Aldi to understand. He's like, I don't understand. Why is the fruit so cheap? Um, but that's also just the East Coast. That's the East Coast, West Coast thing. I think I know groceries just cost more over the, on, the, on that side than they do here. I'm not really sure why. Um, but I guess that's all. It's been great having this chat with you. It's been a long time. Things are still in the book. Yeah. We're, we're showing our fate. Well, not showing our faces. We're showing our voices. Um, <laughs> putting ourselves out there so people can know that we still exist and we're still we're still at it. We're still here. Still here. Yeah. We're still at it. It's still. It's been good to have this during the pandemic, actually. Um, it's yeah. been a way to connect us to the world and to each other, which is kind of lovely. So. We'll catch everybody next time then. Bye, Nons. Bye, everyone. Ciao, ciao.